welcome to your weekly oracle by Practical Magic. Hi, I'm Chingai Labrador. Through the tarot, I've found that magic is everywhere, and we can infuse our lives with it with just a little mindfulness and self-awareness. Magic is for everyone, all times, all minutes, all days. And I'm here to give you mystical messages from the cards and help you interpret them in a way that's useful for everyday life. This is your weekly oracle. A little over 10 years ago, I was Googling life coaches in Manila. I was in a situation where I needed some guidance and maybe somebody to help me navigate through difficult emotions, difficult thoughts, and anxiety in general. I needed somebody to kind of shine a light for me on areas that I just really couldn't see through. And that's how I met my life coach and someone who's become a good friend. Her name is Kimmy Lu. Kimmy's business as a life coach, and I think her practice, has grown over the last decade. She's released books, she's had countless workshops, and I feel so privileged to have been a part of her life coach career from the very start when she had a little space in Makati and I would see her once a week and we would go through these meditations and different workshops together. I learned so much from her and even if I wasn't into tarot at that time, it just feels like I formed the foundation of my practice when I was doing these practices with Kimmy. And one important thing I learned from her was the practice of Ho'oponopono. So Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian word and it's a practice of forgiveness. Kimmy has a whole spiel about Ho'oponopono. But what I would like to impart to you is how it's helped me through very difficult times, through, you know, surgery, through relationship drama, through my own self-reflection. In essence, when you practice Ho'oponopono, it's saying these phrases, these four phrases over and over again to yourself until it kind of becomes a meditation or a chant. And the four phrases are, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. These four phrases repeated over and over just help you look into yourself, look at people with kindness and compassion and empathy, and I really believe that practicing Ho'oponopono just melts the tension away between you and others, between you and your own shadows. It helps you gain levity and see people for who they are. So this week's reading is based on Ho'oponopono. I'm going to use the four phrases as prompts for our cards for the week. And I hope that in the same way that I took away a lot from Kimmy's teaching of Ho'oponopono to me, you pick up something for yourself as well. Maybe find something to love, something to forgive, something to be grateful for this week. For this week's reading, I'll be using the Pinoy Practical Magic Tarot Deck. 
This is a deck that I made that combines Pinoy pop culture from the 70s and 80s with traditional archetypes of the tarot. My hope in creating the PM Pinoy deck is to make tarot a lot more accessible to people and also to kind of spread the wit and the humor of Filipino culture to those who aren't familiar with it. Paired with the PM Pinoy Tarot deck this week is the Creative Journey Oracle deck. This is a collaborative oracle deck between myself and artist and author Abby C. Creative Journey has a lot of collages and inspirational phrases that help you connect to the inner artist in you. Whether or not you're making actual art or just on a woo-woo slash spiritual path, this deck serves to help you connect to your ability to create and blossom. Our first prompt for this week's reading comes from the phrase, I love you. So this prompt inspires something that you can love about yourself, maybe about somebody else, about the situation you're in. No matter where you are or what you're going through, there has to be one little thing that you can love about your life. Our pull for this prompt is the Ten of Swords. And the catchphrase for this card is Torete, which translated into English can mean super confused, super anxious, super all over the place. In this card, we have somebody whose fists are up in the air. Her face is a picture of terror and fear. There are a lot of spikes behind her just to represent the piercing, scary nature of the Ten of Swords. This is not a light card to deal with and I think it's the perfect card to pull for a prompt as soft and empathetic and compassionate and kind as I love you. What can we love when we're going through a period of extreme anxiety? This is a question posed to all of us this week. When you're going through a really difficult time, when your thoughts are just overwhelming you and inundating you with terror, that's the time where you really need to pull from a loving space in your heart. This is exactly the time that you need grace and compassion and all those really beautiful traits in your life. This is not the period of time where you need to be extra critical, extra judgmental, so stoic that you're devoid of any emotion or feeling. This is exactly the time when you need to look in the mirror, for example, and tell yourself, I love you. This is exactly the time when you need to find some kind of love for somebody who is causing all this anxiety in your life. This is an extremely difficult challenge, but I feel like when these moments are upon us, that's exactly when we need to connect to love. So what's the most stressful thing you're going through right now? I'm sure everybody can pull something up when posed with this question. Now the follow-up to that would be, how can you be more loving in this 
moment in time where you're just inundated with stress. Who do you need to be more loving to? Do you need to be more loving to yourself? Do you have to do something as an act of kindness to yourself? Or are you being challenged to be more loving to somebody else? Who would that person be? You don't have to be loving to everybody. I think that's pretty impossible unless you're a saint. Just pick one. One thing, one person that you can give love to. And that's how you deal with your current Ten of Swords moment. Our second prompt for this week's reading is I'm sorry. We're all going through different situations. I'm sure it runs the gamut from people who caused pain upon others and that's where the sorry comes in handy or maybe people who are on the receiving end of something hurtful or harsh words or being the recipient of hurtful actions, for example. Sorry can be applied to so many different situations right now. So maybe put yourself in that mindset of forgiveness, either dishing it out, receiving it, or maybe even both. Our poll for this prompt is the Three of Cups. And the catchphrase for this card is Barcada. Translated into English, Barcada would be your closest friend group. It's the people you hang out with. It's your clique. In the card, we have three women sitting around in a circle and they're just chilling, hanging out. For me, the Three of Cups is really a friendship card. It's a camaraderie card. It's realizing that you do have this circle of trust that can support you through whatever. These people, your people, are those you can turn to in difficult times. They're also the people that you can just do whatever with and you know just hang out with. You don't even have to be talking to each other. You can just be all on your phones or doing your own thing. But you somehow find comfort in each other's company. This being a friendship card, I would say that we need to reflect on forgiveness among friends. The thing about friendship is that, of course, you love your friends, but I think it's a lot easier to hurt people you love or to hurt those who love you because I guess there's a lot more at stake. There's a lot more emotional investment. And so, you know, just a little thing can really hurt somebody or you knowing somebody super well gives you some kind of power to to hurt them or maybe manipulate their emotions either on purpose or not. So I would say maybe think to your friend groups and reflect on where sorries, where apologies are needed. And I think sorry can sometimes be a selfish Sometimes we approach somebody we've hurt, for example, and beg for their forgiveness. And when we think about our motives, sometimes we do it for ourselves, not really for the other person, because we want to get rid of our own guilt. And so, you know, we hound someone, for example, for their forgiveness for something we've done. I think it's more important right now, at least for this prompt, to really reflect on forgiveness in ourselves. Who do we need to forgive? And who do we need to apologize to? Before doing anything, before saying anything, we have to realize first why 
we need to be forgiven or why we need to ask for someone's forgiveness. Intent is so important when it comes to sorries because, you know, we can apologize all we want and not really be mindful of the reason why we're saying sorry and just repeat the thing again and again. Then, you know, that would make absolutely no sense because there's really no heart in that kind of apology. Be truthful and be genuine when it comes to this reflection. Think about your friends and where forgiveness is necessary this week. So our second prompt covered the I'm sorry and forgive me parts of Ho'oponopono. Our third pull for this week will cover the final part of this spiritual practice, which is the thank you part. What can we be grateful for this week? It's always useful to find something, one small thing, one big thing, a lot of things to be grateful for. Because I think gratitude just helps us ground ourselves. It helps us find perspective and get out of our heads and our feelings. Our pull for the thank you prompt is the Eight of Wands. In the Pinoy Practical Magic Tarot deck, the catchphrase for this card is Daming Ganap. Translated into English, this means a lot of things happening all at the same time. In this card, we have a lot of diagonal lines. I think visually, diagonals just represent movement. And the Eight of Wands is a very fast-moving card. It's all about momentum, picking up your pace, like being caught in the middle of so many things going on. And we have a young Tirso Cruz III, who's an actor, and he's in the middle of the, all those diagonal lines, just seeming to move along with them. These days, I feel like when a lot of things are happening in life, our first instinct is to complain about it. I do this myself, like when there's just so much going on, like maybe work, maybe social things, maybe personal things, all at the same time, it can be very overwhelming and I tend to complain about it. Let's shift, and I'm talking to myself and to you over here, let's shift our mindsets and be thankful that we have a lot going on in our life. Because you know what? The fact that a lot of things are happening means our energy is constantly flowing. Things are changing. We're growing. We're experiencing life. And we're not rotting on our couches like potatoes. For now, I think it would be helpful for you and myself to enumerate everything that's going on if you're overwhelmed if that's what's making you feel torete or what's making you feel anxious right now then go ahead and make a list of all the things that are on your plate at the moment whether they're happening just inside your head or happening IRL make a list and I think after you're done with the list show a bit of gratitude for that. Because the fact that so many people need you, so many people require you to show up for them, the fact that you're caught in the middle of so many things means you're important, means you have value, means you're relevant. On the other hand, you don't need a lot of things happening in your life to prove that you have value as a person. But having a lot of things going on can just be a little reminder that, hey, I'm a participant 
in this world, I am engaged and I have this amazing opportunity to just really feel what it means to be alive and to be in the middle of all these things swirling and moving around. Being grateful for having a lot of things going on at the same time also gives you room to look forward to rest. Everything will slow down eventually and then you can be grateful for healing and for quiet as well. But when you're in the middle of chaos and noise, it's okay to be grateful for that too. And our final prompt for this week's reading comes from the Creative Journey Oracle deck. This serves to give us a little boost as we move through this week. Our pull from the Creative Journey Oracle deck is Be Grateful. There is no card more perfect to end this Ho'oponopono week with than Be Grateful because, of course, Ho'oponopono wraps up with the idea of thank you, of gratitude. It's not just gratitude for the good stuff. It's gratitude for the hard stuff, for the challenges, for the anxiety and the stress. Love all of it. Embrace all of it. All of these are signs that your heart is beating and that you feel things and that your mind is competent and active. Be thankful that you're alive. Be grateful. And I'm grateful for all of you for listening to this week's reading. If you have any stories or questions you'd like to share with me, feel free to shoot me an email at sparksamagic at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks again. I hope you find Ho'oponopono useful in your lives this week and I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye.